I get it's about to be the playoffs, and they want to make him eligible for the playoffs, so I understand that as well. So then they waited, they dragged their feet. But also, like, do you see him playing in the playoffs after he went 0 for 9? Like, and I well, mean, but I get it. said after, it's a possibility. After, after last night, and even today, because you know what it is? He got on base two times today, and yesterday he had a home run and a double. So I'm going to say yes. I, <laughs> but no, I completely agree. And what the thing is about it, too, is that when they brought up Vientos as well, I mean, Beatty kind of like, you know, that I was at first, I was okay, he didn't pan out. But Vientos before him didn't make sense. If anything, you should have brought him up at the deadline. I yeah, earlier. You shouldn't even have got like, Ruff. Like, what was the, the point of getting Ruff? Matter, my my thing also, I was just like, he went 0 for nine and in game three towards the end, that little check swing at the towards the end of the game. He yeah, looked he shook. Look he looked like a fucking ghost, bro. Hmm. Like he looked <laughs> he looked whiter than you, Wolfie. He was a ghost. Dude. Wow. <laughs> no, dude, I, I agree with that too. Just, with, and what's wild too is like, like you said, what? You look a little, you look a little tired over there. Do I need to put a little extra spice in my intro to wake you up, bro? Hell yeah! I have a fire on my ass. Take a little dab of cold that water. That was the softest hell yeah ever. <laughs> hell yeah! He's a hell yeah. I like that, Poppy. Take me out to dinner. <laughs> <laughs> let's go welcome to the built different podcast let's get it welcome everybody to the built different podcast Episode 8, and you know what time it is. Sorry, I'm so aggressive. I'm banging on my desk and everything. But it's playoff time. I got my cup of wine. Because it's playoff time, I'm going to have a cup of wine whenever I talk about this baseball shit. But it's episode 8. I'm your co-host, Thomas Saxby, as always, with my other beautiful co-hosts. We got Wolfie, not-so-white Chris, and we got Devante, Poppy Devante. How are you guys doing today? Hell yeah, but you're not in a wife beater today. It's too cold. What's going on? It's fucking break right now, bro. It is cold in New York. We're all a bunch of New Yorkers just starting to suffer in the cold. How's your uh, Pinot Grigio over there? (laughs) It's box wine. Listen, man. No, it actually is. I don't know what kind of wine it is. It's some some cheap wine. It's from the box. (laughs) Everyone in New York has, has a sinus strip right now. Dude, oh yeah, I just got over mine. It's horrible. I still have mine. It's horrible. (laughs) So listen, we're going to start you guys off with some opening takes, but just wanted to say, you know, everyone that's listening to us, everyone that's been a constant listener through through everything, you know, we thank you so much. You know, episode eight, it doesn't seem like much, but it's a milestone for me, for the crew, for the gang. So we're going to we're going to give you a fire episode. We're going to rustle Devante up because Devante just woke up from a from a beauty nap. Look right. at him. He, he's fucking gorgeous. He's fucking gorgeous, guys. Look at him. <laughs> he just wakes up like, ah. right. <laughs> he like shines when he comes up out of bed. <laughs> so, Wolfie, man, what's at the top of your mind? What's up, man? I know it was a very, very tough, tough past week for you, man. It, it was, but there is one shining star in this, and you would think it would be the Mets, but it's actually the Orioles back there. I wanted to talk about them quick. Um, 
they obviously didn't make the playoffs. I thought they were going to make a run at it. They did to the end, but, you know, nothing in the playoffs. But last year they were 52 and 110, which is crazy to think about because they ended 83 and 74. Excuse me, hey, if you would have told me that the Orioles were winning uh, 80 games, I would have laughed you right on out of the post. Word, if you would have yeah. told me Dude, we were going to be in fourth they'd... place, I wouldn't have believed you. Yeah. I was going to say fourth place. It wasn't even <laughs> like... Dude, they came out of nowhere. They have Gunnar Henderson now. They have Adley going forward. Um, I was going to talk about their starting pitching, which is pretty much average, but their bullpen, we went through it before the episode started. They have guys in the sub-twos. Uh, mostly guys in the two ERAs. Like, if they keep some of this talent around going forward, uh, they also have a new manager, which, you know, we'll save that to later, which is pretty good. Uh, this team is looking solid going forward. Now, it's kind of like that pirate situation we talked about uh, episodes ago, If depending on ownership, if they're going to actually do anything to add on to that talent. But, man, this team, this team really stepped it up this year, and it's good to see. Good to see the young talent coming through. Dude, for sure. And my my opening take, man. You know, I know I don't I don't complain about them enough, but the Washington Nationals. So you know, Mike Rizzo, our general manager, decided to you know sit here and get his little Twitter fingers going, start talking to the media. And what did what did this guy say? He said that the Nationals are going to be the most aggressive team in free agency, no matter what market it is, whether it's the off season or like the free agency market, the trade market. The international market, he said, whatever market is, it is we're getting. And you know what? I look at these free agents, and I think he's right. I do think that, you know, we'll sign Johnny Cueto. I definitely, th- I, I think, you know, I, I, I don't see where he's going with that. I, I don't know why he said that. We don't really have a team to sit here and say if we have an aggressive free agency, we'll win again next year. Maybe I'm wrong. He sees what I don't see, but I just... I wish it would stop, man. Just let, let us rebuild in peace, bro. <laughs> like, he did this last year, and our top acquisition was Nelson Cruz. He was like, we're going to surround Juan Soto with the guys that he needs. And, <laughs> and he got Nelson Cruz. Public, that. Johnny Cueto? Listen, I, lo- I love Nelly, man. I love Nelly, but, like, come on. That's the guy. You you looked at Juan Soto and I and said, yes, we want to win. We agree with you. And you went out, and you got Nelson Cruz, who didn't even – I don't even think he gave you 10 home runs this year. That's insane. Yeah, like you he really got Cueto? past first base. Yeah, man, that's the top free agent that he's talking about. We're gonna get Johnny Cueto. What the hell? <laughs> I did. I almost <laughs> and Michael Givens play baseball. Yep. Oh my gosh! Don't even. Those are gonna. Okay, so he has ten home runs on the dot. Thank God he got to double digits. Woo, Nelson Dude, Cruz. I agree with that, especially with the talent that's coming forward and the games they've been playing recently, beating like actual good teams. Why the hell would you like just you know? Pump the brakes for a second. Unless you're actually going to get a good talent like Soto back. Like, don't go out and trade God. Johnny, or fucking Johnny Cueto? What are we talking about? What is this? Exactly, that's going to be our (laughs) time. Yo, Devontae, what's up, man? What's on on the top of your mind, brother? Give it to me straight, brother. You know, this man (laughs) has fallen off. He's fallen off the world and everybody's mine and Let's not forget, he was getting paid, what, $35 million for fucking two years at that, like, per year to play for the Dodgers, and then all these crazy-ass YouTube YouTube allegations came at him, and he's no longer playing, but, you know, Trevor Bauer is coming back next year, and I just hope he comes back, <laughs> and 
he fucks up all of MLB and he becomes Cy Young all over again. So that that that's really my hot take. That was, right. that was a spicy take, man. I don't, <laughs> Trevor Bauer, I don't know. You're giving me the heebie-jeebies a little bit. He might just, Yo, what's up, he might, he might just grab your pussy. <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right. Uh. <laughs> wow. Sorry, I started snorting. And <laughs> <laughs> I was getting real high. Oh man, cheap. yo, what's up, Chris? What's up, Chris? Oh. Back that up, Chris. Yeah. Pause. So, um, <laughs> kind of a little disappointed, you know. <laughs> a little disappointed to see the Brewers not make the playoffs. It would be good to see. You know, Corbin and Freddie Peralta and Woodruff pitch and, you know, in meaningful games. The resurgence of Yelich we might have seen in the playoffs. You know, we could have saw that. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm also excited. I'm also excited. Um, I read an article that uh, the Nats, don't, they don't know what Steven Strasburg's doing next year. So... Um, and then I read another article Here that the, the Red Sox don't know no what Chris Sale is doing next year. So, you know, I like I, I don't know. I feel like they took their money and went on the same boat, and just they're just traveling right now. They're like, all right, we're gonna come back for this one game, and we're gonna get hurt, and we're just gonna leave with our money. Cause I just I don't I don't understand. How do you not have a fucking update, man? Like, bro, it was like when when these guys were asked a month ago, they were like, hey. You know, what's Steven Strasburg been doing? He went on the IL. We haven't really heard much. They said he's doing absolutely nothing. And I was just like, uh, does he, like, can he can he retire and give us the money? I, I, I feel he deserves the money, don't get me wrong, but I'm just at this point here where we go from one update saying we have nothing to another update that says 2023 is a mystery. Like, no one's even trying to understand the situation. <laughs> Dude, it's like they literally like were here for like a week in 2022, and like that was it. Like I don't even, I don't even know if they're alive. I don't know, man. Someone check on them. Check their pulse. No, Strasburg be in the dugout. He be there with the team every day. I don't. He just sits there doing looking miserable. He's he, sitting there looking miserable. I don't understand it. You know who else? He's too? fucking doing the score. Eduardo card. Rodriguez. Where the He's fuck is? Coach. Yeah, yeah, that's a, no, yeah, that's a great point, too. He had that, like, family leave or mental health leave, and he just left and never came back. I don't think he ever came back. I know, last last year when he was playing for us, it was because of, he he had, like, a a rare heart condition, and then he came back halfway through the year and still sucked, but that's beside the point. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Um, so... Yeah, so the Brewers, like yeah, they missed they missed the playoffs. Brewers missed the playoffs. It also it also brings the question for me anyway is teams like the White Sox, teams like the Brewers, a lot of free agents White for Sox. the Brewers this year coming up. I mean, decent players like Peterson, but you also have you also have like above average players hitting the market. So it, it's like 
to me, what do you do next? Do you do you try to make a free agency run, or do you trade away your aces for a lot of prospects and rebuild? Where are you at if you're the Brewers GM? Take it away, Wolf. Lead us to the promised land, um, brother. I, I, you know, I had to look up their free agents as well to see that. I at this point, I was gonna say no. But then looking at teams around them, you know, Pirates, Cubs, Cincinnati, are they really going to build that quick, that fast? Uh, the Cardinals, they actually do lose some players like Yadier, Wainwright. It's like you take a look mm-hmm. also at other teams in both divisions. Like they've actually just missed out. Like what was it, a game and a half in the playoffs? So if anything, I would build on now while you can even if the free agent market isn't great, like you just missed out on the division, you just missed out on the wild card, you're not that far away. Like, you know, just go get it while it's hot. Like, I'm tired of like teams like sitting back and like, unless like how uh, Saxby's opening take was the Nationals, if you're that far behind and you have the rookies you're building on, okay. But they have good enough players and a great staff that we've all been like talking about pretty much every episode that get a couple bats and get that division, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree. I think it's time to just fucking stick a fork in it. I <laughs> I it's kind of it's kind of what Chris said about the Royals recently, where they played it really smart, seeing a weak division and not trying to you know kind of go all in for it and everything. I mean, granted, the, the White Sox were supposed to be again one of the best teams in the whole MLB, and they just happened <coughs> to be one of the worst. Um, but with, with the Brewers, I don't know. I just don't think it's a winning formula right now, sadly, unfortunately. Um, I think especially after giving away Hater, you're giving kind of some of the identity away, which did they need Hater? Did they not need Hater? Who knows? I mean, only time's going to tell. I think everyone goes to the Padres and sucks unless they're Manny that. Machado. Um, <laughs> but I would go and destroy people in a Corbin Burns trade. I would destroy people in a Freddie Peralta trade. I would destroy people in a Woodruff trade. Um, I just think they took a big shot at Christian Yelich for him not to be the man that, that he was supposed to be before the contract. Um, so for me, I honestly stick a fork in it. I don't care what the rest of the division does because at the end of the day, what, you're going to win this weak division and, and then you're going to be kind of like the Guardians. Like, yeah, we won the weak division, but, you know, we still got the, the Yankees and the Astros. So is it really worth it? Is it not? You know, time time can only tell. Uh, that'll be the thing with the Brewers. You're going to have the Braves, you're going to have the Dodgers, and oh, look, the Mets are spending money like wild, wild rabbit dogs. So you've got three teams now. you got three teams. Can you beat them if you continue on? I don't think they can. I mean, yes, like I have always told you guys, that they have the top three in the rotation to go out and win any first matchup series, but you're not going to be facing any of the two best teams in the league in a three-game series. So, yeah. Just quick, you bring up a good point, too, with Yelich. Imagine that team with Yelich playing the way he was supposed to. I mean, even, you know, we're not going to talk about top team. Now, but Yelich, like, that's crazy that they lost out on that. So, you know, that's a, good, that's a good point that you brought no, up. They definitely did lose, on, lose out on that. But I feel with Yelich, even though he's shown the last three years quite of a downfall from the superstar he was, I still feel like he's still transitioning from the surgeries he's been, you know, having to deal with and having to work around, not trying to burn himself out from beginning to end and understanding how to play in a matter 
of a way he's never played before, so it's it's still like checks and balances for him. If he doesn't play up to his potential next year, then you gotta let him go. You know, like I'm a I'm lefty love all day, so I just feel like oh next year is the year for him. But it's only just about a couple few minor tweaks that they could just fix to the team and they'll be able to contend like they've been contending over the last couple years. You know, they have they have good pitchers all around. Not the best, don't get me wrong, but like look what the Giants did last year. The Giants went on a fucking tear last year. Nobody would have ever guessed that ever. And that's how I feel about the Bills. They've been good. What do you get going about? I just thought about something that Devontae just sparked in my mind about next year. If this shift is gone and Yelich can play against the shift, like, you're actually looking at, like, almost like an idea right. to build on the Brewers again. Like, like a guy like Bellinger, too, that we just quick said, like, almost all of a sudden, like, this is a game changer. Like, like I'm, I'm not against the Brewers not building, like you said, like as if it didn't work, but yeah. I would go for them building knowing that maybe like a guy like just, actually might benefit next mm-hmm. year. I don't know. I just think they, they never had their pieces all together at the right time. Like Literally. They had Christian Yelich hot, but they didn't have the rest of the roster really up to where it needed to be to match match that. Now they got the pitching in the right situation, but they have the hitting nowhere needs to where it needs to be. I think you trade these guys, especially those first three in the rotation. You trade Devin Williams. I don't even know who takes Yelich. You, you might have to just keep him around just for the fucking LOLs. But the Yankees, would you know, take those him. guys alone can rebuild your entire staff because those three starting pitchers finish out any rotation and make make whatever rotation they join immediately one of the best. So I'm still a little bit I confused. About the I don't like that. I don't kinda, like that. I don't like that roster though. Like to be honest with you, it's so weird. Like even though they're playing <laughs> well, like like Telez and Renfro, like I know they have like almost 30, 40 home runs, some of them. But like, I just don't like that roster. It's such a weird trade team. Them, right? Trade them all the irons hot. That roster looks like the Trump. team you put together I mean, when you first start, like MLB Diamond Dynasty. When MLB the show just comes after out, you trade you just everybody. Come <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it's just like. Yeah. It's like a Very twenty true. pack opening, and yeah, literally get like a couple, like eighty one golds. <laughs> That's good, actually. But, yeah, Chris. I so I was actually going to say that you know I would trade away the team, but then I'm also considering the fact that um, you know the Cardinals are losing people next year. We all know that, so you know you have that factor. There also what's what also rung to my mind was when Woofie said a couple weeks ago that the Brewers were like top five in home runs so we know they can, they can hit home runs so that's yeah. kind of like a building piece but imagine a guy like Sandar going there who hits chill, the ball chill. really well and like I mean I would fucking hate it but yeah. you know a guy like him fine. makes sense if they're willing to pay I think um, you know he, he would make sense there but also you have like Chicago you have the Pirates and you have the Reds so like if you're playing to, to win the division Pirates just, gonna be spooky I feel like next it's, year they have a Pirates gonna be spooky imagine Judge goes to the Pirates imagine Pirates I know the Pirates NL Central champs next year arg book it oh man I would like to see though yeah 
I think we should look at Milwaukee Brewers game next year. They got a ton of talent, and if it's going to be a weak division, I I could see them going on one of those, like, you know, Cinderella runs where they win the division, lose in the playoffs immediately. But Yo, if we go to a Milwaukee Brewers game next year, I will make a video of my big ass going down that slide. And we could, like, add it to the podcast, stream, do something that day. Get kicked out. Like, oh, fuck it. I'll go down the slide with you. <laughs> you're going to be smacked as but, fuck. Yeah, Chris, that's a good point, too, because about the home runs. Because, like, I looked at their roster, too. Like, it's not overly exciting, but the guys that did home runs really stood out. And they do have Willie Adamas, too, who's, you know, a good rookie. Plus, we talked about the shift not being it's there. A family but family if they were, like, too. you know, a couple, like, like, if they spent well and just added some decent slap bats and like a couple guys in the bullpen like their bullpen's not bad and their rotation's already good like i say like go for it like who's really like are the cubs cincinnati and pirates gonna be that much better like well, that's the it's thing. almost like the there's no reason to like pump the brakes brewers don't they don't have that money that's also another point that we gotta you know consider they... all their money is being tied into who they have right now so it's like i'm curious what's their payroll they could probably get someone cheap like Eric Hosmer if he's he decides not to to sign. But I mean, does <laughs> But is, is Eric well, Hosmer gotta... getting them to the next level? Because like I said, I mean, the way I mean, the way these teams small market see guy. That, that's fair. Small market team, small market guy. Yeah. Um, but like my my thing is, is like you know the Brewers window is very short short right now. I believe it's one to two years if they do keep you know trying to compete. Um, reason being is because I think the Pirates are building something nice. The Cardinals have a lot of nice players that are going to come up to replace all the old people that are leaving. So, honestly, I could still see the Cardinals taking the division next year or or the next. They'll be right back to it once they get their identity back. But for the Brewers, it's like, is it worth bringing this same team into it next year with just the little, the little bit of minor upgrades that they can make with the money that they have? when they're just going to get destroyed by Atlanta. Like, Atlanta is going to be a team that we talk about like we did them in the 90s. They're going to win one World Series, which was last year, and then they're going to win a bunch of divisions but lose in the playoffs, hoping. But them and the Dodgers, you really do you really think the Brewers can compete with them if they just make a little bit of tweaks? I feel like, though, like, if you look at, like, the division, like, the NL East, if you're Miami where you were – the fourth place team and you are out of it i wouldn't jump the gun but if you're spending like 100 i just looked it up like it's about 137 140 mil next year so if you spend like you know wisely and add the pieces that you need i mean you only missed it by like a couple games like i would say just build on it now and like who knows like they were good in the beginning of the year the cardinals just got better because they have freaking the mvp but i would just say like go for it like you you got the home run, just add some slap hitters, add some bullpen, and you That's know, the thing. Like, they got go. the pitching. Dude, they, they actually got the have some runs, young pitching, so what too. Do you, what do you really That's add why to I, a team that has all the home runs and has all the pitching? It's like, at this point, it's like, how the, the fuck do we win? <laughs> no, you know what you should do? You got to get rid of, like, old guys like McCutcheon and Colton Wong. Like, I, Colton Wong's Free not agent. Bad. Like, just get, like, like club I mean, option. You know, Jeff McNeil obviously, you know, isn't a free agent, but I'm saying get like a scrap hitter like that. Like get someone that's a leadoff hitter, like a Nimmo. Nimmo's actually a free agent, dude. He would fit great in the Brewers. I hate to say it. That's actually that's... there you go. Dude, Nimmo would be perfect for them. That's someone that actually would make that team better. That's the that's the thing about it also is those guys are free agents. 
It's Wong has a option. It's a club option. McCutcheon, Taylor Rogers, Omar Navarez, uh, Rosenthal, Jace Peterson, and Perdamo. Those dudes are all free agents this year. So like, you got. I mean, obviously none of those dudes command a huge contract, but there is there is veterans out there who make more sense. Damn, boys. I hate to say it right now, but if the Mets for some reason don't sign Nimmo, I'm going to call it he's going to be a brewer. It just makes so much sense now that I said that out loud. Like, I swear to God, like, especially with no shift, too. Like, he's going to be a. I don't think they. Who's their center fielder right now? Like, who's even most of their main center fielder right now? Is it. It's not (laughs) Retro, is it? Tyrone Taylor. That's That's who it's been. Lorenzo Kane was there in the beginning of the year. Yeah, they don't really have a center fielder. They let yep, it, I, I just, you know what they're a classy yeah, organization because they let they let Lorenzo Kane. They had no plans for him this year, but they let him get to the the ten year service mark so that he can get um, I believe like benefits and pension and stuff like that. Because I believe yeah, you don't get fun. pension as an MLB player until you reach the ten year mark. Did he like retire or did he just get like released? I'm a little no, he just he got released one. and then I don't. I think he was like dealing with a whole bunch of minor injuries, so he didn't he didn't sign with anybody. Oh okay, you think like anybody? But yeah, okay, that makes sense. I, I think he'll get signed next year because he's a good leader. If there is anything, Lorenzo Kane is definitely a good leader. Um, I mean, obviously, I don't want him starting every day, but <laughs> no. definitely a good leader to have in the clubhouse. So. Speaking of, you know, him, let's switch it to Aaron Judge, who has no relation to anything that we were just talking about, but I'm going to make a a bridge to it anyway. Wolf, Aaron Judge finally breaks the record. I feel like we were waiting forever for this guy to get 62. Honestly, I was was honestly wondering if he'd even get it, but he gets number 62. He gets the AL home run record. To to a lot of people, he got the actual home run record. Uh, you know what, what's your what's your final opinion? We can finally wrap up this whole Aaron Judge record record stuff. Finally, uh, I'm like stoked actually to where uh, I was at the gas station today and I made sure I picked this up. <laughs> it's the uh, official day newspaper for Aaron oh, Judge. That's dope. So you know a little piece of history. You know keeping that with me. Uh, you know what it is too. AL record, Yankee record, plus contract year. I mean, dude, like, you literally couldn't know. You just basically won the lottery. And you're going to probably win the MVP, too. Like, what a terrific year for him. We all, like, pretty much see – you guys are Boston fans, and you always give nods to Aaron Judge. Like, what a likable player. And the fact that now he's just, like, etched his name in history is so great. Like, I'm I'm effed for him. Like, I was so great to see him do it. We all kind of, like – Never seemed to doubt him, even during those stretches where it was like, you know, 10, 11 games, not really doing too much. But he finally did it, you know, beat guys that are literally in a like a franchise that's been around for 100 plus years. Good for Aaron Judge. Like, I'm, I'm stoked and I'm, oh, yeah. I feel like we all knew the whole time he was going to do it. So, yeah, I mean, I, of course, I agree. I mean, I've been I've been ranting about Aaron Judge since episode one of this podcast. Um, you know, good good to see. It's definitely good to see a record like this being broken in my my day and age. Um, I thought you know we got to see Pools get 700. We got to see Miggy get a couple. 
of really good uh, milestones within the last calendar year. I'm glad to have been a witness to all of it. You know, for Aaron Judge, like you said, Wolfie, to be on the Yankees, to not only be on the Yankees, but be the only good player for a while on the Yankees, carry your whole team to where you carried it in a contract year 30, so it's a weird contract year, like you're entering free agency at age 30. Um, All the odds stacked against him, he came out and had a year like this. Personally, I would give the co-MVP to Shohei and Judge. I'm kind of on that train right now. We could definitely talk about it some other time. Uh, but I just, I don't know, Shohei is wild, Judge is wild. We got treated to a really good year in baseball. One thing I'll say, though, is is I really wish people would stop discrediting this um, because I think people kind of misconvey the point. If people want to say Aaron Judge is the home run king, I mean, there's an asterisk next to the guys in front of him for a reason. Again, I fully support, you know, steroid users, but they're always going to have that asterisk in front of them so it is a big deal it is a big deal that Aaron Judge is the first clean I only put parentheses because we don't know what goes on behind the scenes but I just I just think yeah I mean I just wish people would stop discrediting it Barry Bonds is the home run king yes but what this means to a lot of people in the the actual sport of baseball is is huge so let's let's pass it off to, to the Red Sox guys so you know I'm real happy for Aaron Judge and everything but I'm gonna let y'all finish he's the fourth person to do it number one in the American League but at the end of the day you know hats off to him I'm real happy for him but he not getting the triple crown that makes me more even more happy even though I want Xander to be the batting champion but you know you can't have everything in life like you know, I'm sure that's how Aaron Judge is feeling right now. He can't have everything. But he got 62 home runs. He could go home tonight, celebrate that, and, you know, pay pay the man. If not, I hope he walks. I hope he comes to the Red Sox. That'd be fucking crazy. If not, I would love to see him in City Field, because why not? Oh, my God. Don't get me excited. That'd be fucking crazy. It's gonna be a Washington that would that would money. make the Subway series possibly even better than the fucking Yankees versus Red Sox series. That would that would be one of the craziest stories if he just hopped over yeah. to like the other team in New York. Oh that would be God. that would be like crazier than that would be kind of like Babe Ruth leaving the Red Sox to go to the Yankees in my opinion. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> And, dude, the, actually, that's a perfect example because especially the records he's broken to so far. Exactly. And, dude, with Cohen in play now, I'm pretty sure the Mets are the betting favorite to get him. Here's my issue they, with they actually everything are that we're saying, right? Here, here's the issue with everything that we're saying and what kind of concerns me. I definitely think Aaron Judge is leaving, and the reason why is you're the fucking Yankees, man. You can more than afford this guy. This is what's starting to piss me off, is that you're legitimately the New York Na- Yankees. When has it ever been a question for you to sign anybody? Why are we Why are we even sitting here talking about this? Exactly. They, they either know something that we don't know, or they're really being cheap for some fucking reason. I don't get it. He's on steroids, but that's beside the, the point. Let's not forget that he is the captain. <laughs> that's why he's been... When miserable. have they ever slacked on the captain? It's crazy. Yeah, that's fucking. What's crazy too, Saxby, is you brought it up quick with Barry Bonds, kind of like you know, with the asterisk. But 
what's crazy with the 62 home runs, we're in like a dead ball apparently year Word. to where he almost has 20 more than everybody else. It's not like Sosa, McGuire, and Bonds kind of like duking it out or, you know, even a couple of years ago where it was like Bonds. 55 and 54 with Aaron Judge and Pete. We're talking about a guy that's got like in the 60s and doing it clean. Like so far, I know I'm not saying even if it was the right, even if he just hit 60 and didn't get the Yankee right, Aaron, I would still be impressed. Look Aaron Judge is 155 pounds without steroids, so <laughs> he's he's, I mean, like, <laughs> just be like slender man. Shout out to that dude, you know. He 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 hits the ball. He hit the ball better than anyone did. I blame it on year. the new teeth he so, got. You know, great for him. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, if he really wants to shut up the critics, he can come to Boston next year and he can hit 75 home runs. Right. So, Yo. Yeah, lead off for us. Let's see, now, see it. That would be crazy, too. <laughs> Did, adding him to any team would just be mind-blowing. Any, like, kinda, like, he's going to go somewhere random, man. He's going to go. Imagine he goes to the fucking Dodgers. San Fran. Oh, oh, dude, don't you say that. And you know what's crazy is I can see him like, I can see it. Me too. Absolutely. To me, that's the real evil empire. Padres. He's going to go to the Cincinnati Reds. The Brewers. The Brewers. Oh, the Cincinnati Reds. Brewers. <laughs> no. The Kansas City Royals. The Magic. That'd be nice. There. That'd be a nice story. The Angels. The <laughs> That'd Angels. That'd be nice. That'd be nice, you know. It'd be, it'd be like a box of It'd be a feel-good story. Like, Judge <laughs> gave the Kansas City Royals a chance, and then he'd get traded, like, mid-season. It's like, Two places I'd want to see him. I would want to see him, well, three places. Red Sox, obviously, you know, he would be great there. He'd probably win the MVP. He'd beat Shohei by, like, a mile if he was a Red Sox. Um, I would say hey, Seattle. I'd like to see him at Seattle, or, or the Angels. Seattle. The Angels, the Angels with Shohei. We're Trout. just gonna keep adding people to the Angels and just dude, hope. Dude, imagine, <laughs> I don't know. Imagine much... that though. Imagine that. Yeah, just, yeah, you, had, you had to go against just... Judge, Trout, and then Shohei. One, two, three. My I want to piggyback is, off though, that as... and say the Nationals with Juan Soto. Imagine that with Soto Toto. No. Oh my God. Dude, you know what's crazy, too, that no one's talked about for some reason? Imagine if he went to the Braves. Oh, my God. I... Jesus. You have to see that, That would have been nuts. But, like, when it comes to the Angels, it's like, alone... so happy and sad, same time. Like, imagine how these statements, like, go in order, right? First, it was, yo, you know, you guys had Mike Trout... Albert Pujols and Josh Hamilton at the same time, and you didn't win. Okay, Word. you had Josh you Hamilton. you had Mike Trout. You had Mike Trout, and you didn't win. Period. Like you just you just had Mike Trout, and you didn't win. Okay, but then we gave you the best the best baseball player to ever walk foot on the field, Shohei Otani. Literally. And you still have Mike Trout. Oh wait, you still didn't win. Let's give you Aaron Judge, and then it'd probably be that sentence would probably finish with, and you still didn't win. And they yeah, don't even make the I don't know what you do at this point. Exactly. What do you do at this point if you're the Angels? I mean, obviously, it's get, get pitching. I mean, I think that's obvious. But Pitching's they got to go get to Grom. They got to throw the bag at to Grom. Yeah. Grom, yeah. That would be, that'd be nice for them. That'd be crazy. You I mean, tell DeGrom. I, I would be like, I'm on the phone, and I'm like, yo, Jacob. Like, we'll let you have sex in the stadium. 
you know, we'll we'll give we'll give you free tickets for whoever the hell you want when you want it. If an opposing pitcher is coming and you don't want them to perform in front of fans, we'll we'll tell nobody to show up. You know, whatever you want, we'll we'll like massage stake you. In the team. Oh my God, no, know, 50 50 percent stake the in the team. What kind of massages we talk? We're talking like NFL massages like that. No, 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 no. We they we play it safe Yo, over here guys, in the MLB. Did you guys see? Um, did you guys see Degrom's last outing against the Braves? Yeah, where they were just like they were all over his first pitch. You know what it was? It that's the thing my were saying. What was it? I actually agree with you, Chris. Is that it wasn't bad it was only three runs six innings with like 10 strikeouts the game before was 13 but it's just the fact that you're not supposed to be giving up three runs you're supposed to be giving up one run back to back to add on to that he every run he gave up was a pitch down the car you know you don't put it there he doesn't give it up now now i'll say this if all of them yeah 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 Whack. It's like fucking bad. Yeah, here. Well, let, let's see if you hit it. Here. You, Happy birthday. Well, yeah. My my thing with DeGrom is, is like, yeah, like Wolfie, like you kind of said, it is a good start. Um, but it, it gives the Braves confidence. Like when the if the Braves and the Mets meet in the playoffs, the Braves are going to have all the confidence in the world that they can fucking hit off DeGrom now. Oh, and that's cool. the last thing you yeah. need to give yeah. these guys. And not just the Braves. Dansby True. Swanson led the fucking group True. every fucking game. And Adi... And not even just a Grom, but they hit off with Schwarzer too. So, and and Bassett. Yeah. So, uh, it's like who else? Now, who else you gonna DeGrom, send at him? If you're Degrom, do you keep your word? Taiwan do you Walker. opt out? Because he's gonna opt out. Apparently, would you still opt out? Dude, say mean, that again. How much more are you, are you getting? Because Degrom said he's gonna opt out this year. Because you know we've talked about where he's gonna go in free agency in other episodes too. Do you still opt out if you like blow it in like the playoffs too? Absolutely not. I, I honestly, I'm gonna be. A, I would rather. I would rather have seeing how Degrom doesn't stay healthy and you know this dude can't pat, dude can't pitch past the sixth inning. It seems like to me, I would rather go out and get Carlos Rodon rather than fucking Degrom. Wolfie Carlos Rodon as a Met would be filthy. Disgusting. Not only do I agree with standing that, next to Max Scherzer, to... plus he's we don't have a lefty like a good true lefty other than Peterson, right. even just in like the bullpen to actually add him. And I know that one day we talked about him if I thought he was a true ace, but like you just said, next to Max Scherzer, you don't need him to be. The thing though is, I really hope they resign Bassett, but you know that's you know another rant. He he ended uh, the year very strong, very strong. Yeah. Plus, Devontae's thinking like Devontae's just sitting there in deep thought like damn to Grom to the Red Sox crazy <laughs> yo cause I'm here like where's he really gonna go man like you know we're gonna hear about the Yankees wanting to sign him and I'm just here like Seattle was there yo, any Seattle's I'm telling you crazy. I'm telling you was there Seattle's like Seattle gets up, two Seattle? stars this year Seattle gets two stars this year or this offseason if they get two yeah, starting like all-star pitchers. games there, no, not starters. I mean, they get two stars. Like they get two very good oh, players. I think in the offseason. Yeah. Like was there? Like, anybody... I don't know. I feel like they pull off Xander. I don't know why, but I feel like they because they have the all-star game. Like they're willing to Ooh, to Xander. to pay people now. You know, with that 
big contract to Julio. And what if you're sitting there as an MLB player in free agency? And especially why I'm not denying the Aaron Judge thing is how can you not sit there and just see the opportunity? The Mariners haven't won anything ever. If you're that big star player that's kind of trying to define your career, you look at the Mariners and they have a really solid foundation right now. I would want to go there. I would want to go there and that would just boost my legacy. I mean, if Judge switches from the Yankees to the Mariners and then helps the Mariners charge to like their first World Series ever, whoever does that, whoever accomplishes that, whoever's like the sole guy, crazy. They need to sign Ichiro. It's got to be Judge. It's got to be Judge. Ichiro, Ken Griffey, Judge. Dude, have both of those guys like sit down at a dinner table with Judge and just tell him it's all worth it. And A-Rod, let's not forget like, A-Rod. Just, you could be a legacy. That'd there. be fucking wild. And you, well, fuck you know A-Rod. Wild, because you guys can bring the Bogarts, too. Yeah, you know, fuck A-Rod. Dude. I love A-Rod. Uh, Same. With Bogarts, Great player, but... Judge, and DeGrom, those three alone I feel like are more exciting than anybody that's been traded was signed this last offseason. The last offseason wasn't, like, that great. Well, it was, like, I know Seager and yeah, Simeon kind of and boring. Robbie Ray, but, like, what the fuck did they do? Those three cool guys. In Texas, though. What the fuck did all those three players do? I agree. The only well, guy Simeon maybe had a very area. underrated, like, comeback this year. Um, Seager, he did, he did okay throughout the whole year. Um, but Texas, I definitely... They make a couple more moves. I I can see them. I can see them fighting it out with. with that was a half a billion dollar deal that it really. Oh. You know. Scherzer too, I guess, was kind of. But like these guys, though, Degrom, Judge, Bogarts, you know. Oh my gosh, there's gonna be so many more. JD Martinez. So let's. What we're gonna do? <laughs> what we're gonna do is we're gonna come at you with some playoff action. So we're gonna start off um, at the top. That the American League. Obviously, these two teams aren't in the playoffs, but we got to talk about them. Or, well, no, they are in the playoffs. Sorry. These two teams are in the playoffs. We got to talk about them. They're just not in the first round. So the Astros and the Yankees. Chris, why don't you lead lead off, you know, opinion on both? Who's better? Opinion on both? I would say, hands down, the Astros are better. The reason why? Because they were more consistent this year. Yes, the Yankees got out to a huge lead over everybody in the AL, but you know, slowed down, started to collapse just as just as they always do. Again, not not the '90s Yankees, um, but I think overall the the pitching the pitching is is so much more reliable. You have Verlander just diced up 10 Ks in five innings. He had he had eight Ks with 46 pitches through three, like. Dude could have probably went eight eight innings that fucking game if he wanted to. He would have thrown a, your no hitter. Six zero or eight zero, <laughs> exactly. He was like six zero over the Phillies because you know they weren't really playing anyone. He was just fucking dicing up the JV squad. Valdez, you know he's gonna give you a quality start, guaranteed, pretty much twenty five out of how many starts? Twenty nine. So you have that, and then you also have um, Javier. So. I think against the Yankees, if they played side by side, I, I don't, I don't really trust. I don't really trust the Yankees. I think the the Astros have have more solid experience. They also have a better, a better, more consistent lineup. You know who I've been seeing this year? Um, is Brantley. I think he's not even missed this year because you have dudes like Gordon just hitting out of control. So, I think the Astros are hand down better. Plus, fuck the Yankees. Honestly, 
<laughs> no, I agree with that, Chris. And it was funny when we were talking about other teams in the playoffs with home runs like uh, the Brewers, or excuse me, not in the playoffs, like the Brewers. I had to take a look at the Astros, and I'm like, where are they on this list? They don't have a lot of guys that are overpowering this year like a judge, but they have a lot of scrappy players like Altuve, Tucker. Um, even on their bench is technically Mancini for DH. Right. Uh, they all are hitting around 20 home runs, um, which is why I brought up the Brewers. Like They have guys that are, aren't overpowering, but everybody's kind of doing it. And when you take a look at the Yankees, like, do I really – am I going to take like a Josh Donaldson, like a streaky Glaber Torres – over a Bregman, even though if they're not hitting 290 this year, no. Plus Altuve in the playoffs, great. I was just gonna speak. But on you brought up pitching, p- pitching wins playoffs. They're bullpens, one of the top in the league. So while these guys might not be overpowering this year, like a oh this guy's hitting 38 home runs with 128 RBIs, everybody's doing it. They have like three guys on their bench that have like almost 20 home runs. Like they're so spread out like a Brewers team that have that home run pop, but way better contact and way better pitching. So I, I think comparing them to the Yankees when they only have that one star and Nestor Cortez, like Nestor no, no Lester. You know what else the Astros did <laughs> is during the, during the trade deadline, they brought in, they brought in vets like Mancini, right? And they also brought in a champion Vasquez. So remember that. He's a champion catcher. He is. He has the experience, but he hasn't really been the yes. same since he got traded. He's still, he's still a champion. Sucks, they also Yo, looks so shot up on his glasses back. <laughs> he's, he's, still, he's still a champion. So, to piggyback. He's been there. Off on Wolf, you know, like, I, I'm not the guy to, like, to say history repeats itself, but, you know, time after time after time, seeing the Yankees... And the Astros go at us in 17, <laughs> cheating or not. Come on now. It has repeated itself over and over and over. And just when you think the Yankees have it, Jose Altuve is like, fuck yeah, I'm here. I'm two feet tall and none of y'all could fucking stop me. Whether it's a Rodis Chapman, I'll send you right back to Cuba. But, like, <laughs> that's, that team is here <laughs> to stay without um, Carrera and, damn, I just had somebody Springer. Else. Yes, Springer. That's who I was just forgetting. Like, if anything, they're doing better without them, which is fucking mind-boggling to me. And, yeah, like, you know, like, they play they play a certain crazy ball, you know, throughout the whole season. And then in the playoffs, it seems like they're a whole different breed. They come and they play harder. They play rougher. And they really take advantage of every little thing, small ball at the end of the day, too. At that, so you know, even when you saw them play this season in um, in the Bronx against the Yankees, you know the Yankees had the lead at one point, and then they came back little by little by little, and then they were just shutting them down. And now you have fucking Verlander who pretty much he was throwing a no hitter, and then they pulled him out. You know, obvious reason they want to save him, and he's old, and God forbid he farts and pulls his hamstring. They don't need that, like. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, yeah, just man. had Tommy John in his late 30s and he's still pitching well. Literally, so, the guy could stretch wrong and he's out for the season. 
opinion, uh, my my opinion, you know, the Astros, they're they're a freakishly nasty deep team. Obviously, as stated by all you guys, their pitching is ridiculous. Their hitting is is ridiculous. Their they live for the playoffs. Um, the Yankees, I, you know, it's Aaron Judge, and Aaron Judge, and Aaron Judge. So it's a lot to depend on one guy. But my intuition, <laughs> the Astros will not make the World Series. I don't know who does, but it's not it's not going to be the Astros. I there's just I have no reasoning for it so don't ask me for it Um, I don't have no statistics or anything to back this up besides Justin Verlander is a completely different human being in the playoffs we can't forget about that Um, again I don't know who beats them to get to the World Series that you're gonna have to add God that you're gonna have to ask him that question God because I don't know the answer but oh I I know exactly who oh the Tampa Bay Rays. Watch, out of all this, the Tampa Bay Fuck Buccaneers. Fuck out of here. Not the Tampa Bay Rays. The one team we haven't talked so about all year, up. we talked about Jays and Mariners. And the Yankees Mets have a better chance than the Rays. Dude, if the, yeah, yeah, which is sad. But the Rays, watch, out of all the whole year, they're the fucking one. You could have said Terry Frank. So, speaking, speaking of the Rays, then, Wolf, why don't, yeah. why don't you get us going? Guardians versus the Rays. What's your opinion on these teams, and what's your prediction for the series? Um, oh, I was supposed to go to Chris, my bad. As much as I just hyped up the Rays, it's not the Rays. <laughs> it's, it's Terry Francona and the Guardians. Chris Thank got me you. so on the bandwagon this year. I started paying so much more attention to them. They have some good, you know, you know, we just said it pretty much every other team we've brought up. Scrappy players. Ahmed Rosario. Jimenez. They stole of a contract of Jose Ramirez. Pitching staff is decent. Bullpens, you know, not the top in the league. Uh, actually, no, I think they're in the top eight, you know, up there, which is good enough for the playoffs. They have that underdog mentality, too, playing well at the end of the year, which is just what you need to where, if you just said the Astros aren't going to get into the World Series, if they could just beat that first round and get that momentum with the, uh, with a manager that's actually been there before, I actually think they could be – a team that would just not only smack the Rays. I mean, they're way better than the Rays. I know there's conversations about the Rays, but I think they can even get farther than that. What's up, Chris? All right, that's pretty fair. I mean, you guys already know where I stand with the Guardians. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna <laughs> reference back uh, two months ago. You know, was the only one who picked the Guardians. We'll give Devontae a little bit of leeway because he wasn't here at the time. So he didn't, he didn't have a choice. He didn't pick with us, but when you guys all fan. picked the Twins, picked the tw- White Sox. So I think the Guardians I think the Guardians win the first two games very easily. I say this because I really think Bieber comes out and, and just pitches very well. I think Jose Ramirez comes up big. I think you know who else is gonna come up big this this playoff run for the for the Guardians is Oscar Gonzalez. Oscar Gonzalez. I think Oscar with the apple out of nowhere. I'm feeling like Carlito, very cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's a he's a rookie. I think he's gonna I think he's gonna have a big playoff, and I think uh, Mackenzie's gonna come out and shine. And, you know, I'm sticking with my guys. 
Red Sox are out. I'm I'm all Guardians. Terry Francona to the World Series 2022. Bring it home. Bring it home. That would be so wild. I wanted to actually follow up on the previous discussion and say, you know, Yankees versus Mets, only because I've never gotten to see it. And this is probably like my second or third time speaking about it on the last couple podcasts. But, you know, I was like three years old. That'd be dope to see. And, you know, the Mets have the advantage because they have a better record than the Yankees. So, why the fuck not? But, touching base on the Guardians versus the Rays. Whew, you know, with the Russex with the Russex having just beat them, I don't see the Rays really getting by against the Guardians and at that, you know, they got to play against the Rays um last week if I'm not mistaken. When it really mattered because they were still trying to play for their spot and whatnot. They lost two out of the three. But you know, you have a Wander Frankel who is fucking raking right now. The kid is batting 353 in his last uh, last 15 games. A Rosa ass. He's so good. A Rosa Reina, his last 15, no, his last seven games is at a point three seven. Goodness gracious, like bench him. You know, he he was their Lord and Savior. But let's let's not forget he he's a monster in the playoffs. Like I don't care how bad he is in the season. In the playoffs, he comes and it's just like he's Barry Bonds all of a sudden. And um, yeah, Yandy Diaz too, who's carrying the freight, batting three seventy in the last fifteen games. Like, how is that even possible, bro? So, you know, if if you avoid, it's gonna be such a good playoffs. If you avoid pitching to these guys, you might have you gonna have you gonna have a good chance. You got a Mad two from the Guardians, who's been a problem, batting three oh five, and a couple game winners for the Guardians. So, you know, he's leading the freight with Dr. and Jose. Jose's, mm, he he's struggling at the moment, but I really think he's gonna show up. Like I've been talking about the last couple as well. And who who you think is gonna be the first uh, first round, like first game pitchers for them? Shane Bieber versus Glass now. I like Glass now, but no. McClanahan. 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 Oh. oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I thought it was Bieber versus. Yeah, Glass I now. guess they would go. With- they probably would. Oh, actually, they didn't. They say it was Bieber already. They actually brought that Bieber, up. Right? Bieber, Bieber, McClanahan. Like that's yeah, actually like confirmed, and okay. it's like Wheeler confirmed. and someone else too. Wheeler, Wheeler, I think it was locked in. So, <laughs> um, you know, for me, I'm just so in the middle between the two teams. I don't know. While yes, the Rays are coming in here on a wicked losing streak. They fell all the way to the last wild card spot. Um, if there was probably more time in the season, you know, they they probably get caught by the Orioles. But the Indians, they, they got a team that you just didn't want to see in the first round coming in on a losing streak, coming in and being the Tampa Bay Rays in general. So I'm going to I'm gonna have to go with the Guardians, but uh, it's the Rays. Like, I just it, – it's like Devontae said, it's just they're so random. They always choose to randomly be good, and this just seems like the perfect year to just ruin a whole bunch of matchups, you know? Sorry. It's just the Tampa Bay Rays thing to do is just ruin a lot of people's lives. Like, their fans hate hate their lives. Um, you know, there's been some good playoffs, playoff matchups we've missed because they've randomly been there. I just, I just wish they'd go away at this point, but they're here. They exist. True. We have to acknowledge that. 
So I'm, I'm going to go with the Guardians, but I just... I don't know, I'm not going to be a flip-flop here. I'm just going to go with the Guardians, and we're going to move on. <laughs> I think I think the thing that the Guardians have is they're young. Nobody is giving them a chance. It's Terry Francona. Oh. Terry Francona, that's all that matters. 2004, Terry if he was there to witness greatness, No expectations you know. of winning. Who knows what happens? That's all I'm gonna say. I'm, ju- I'm just saying, like I would give that guy a hug. I would run out onto the field just so I could give that guy a hug. I'm gonna throw twenty bucks. I'm gonna throw twenty bucks on the Guardians to win the World Series right now, just in case. Just because. <laughs> just in case. Well, the odds <laughs> are low. I bet so, you the odds are far. High. So Chris, or while high, you're placing that bet, you know, lead, a, lead us into the Mariners versus the Blue Jays. This this here this is a spicy series. This series right here for me is a spicy spicy series. I I love the bats in this series. I think um, you know it was great to see Julio come back healthy. Um, you know Haniger came back. He's healthy, and then you know you have the Blue Jays who heated up towards the end of the year. You have Manoa versus. Um, Luis Castillo, first game. I think second game, you see Gosman versus... Would it be Ray? Or would it be good? Robbie Ray? No, I don't think you pitch Kirby. I think you pitch Kirby third. I think you pitch Kirby third. Or Yeah, he's he's a rookie. You know, you let him... Let him I'm saying it would probably be Ray in the second game, right? Yeah. yeah, and I think I think more so you're gonna see high offense. You're gonna see some fucking great late game hitting by Vladdy, by Coolio. I think I think those two come come alive this this series. I think it's gonna. I think also right. other dudes that come alive are like George Springer, who has experience. You see, um, you know, Bo Bichette. Just gonna be a lot of bats, a lot of a lot of offense. I think each game is gonna hit the over. I think, uh, I mean, maybe not the first game because those guys can go the distance, but I think after that, when we get into game three, game three is going to be a slugfest. I'm going to pick the Mariners. Sure. Yo, to be honest, like, when you bring up all those names, that series is going to be so crazy. We had talked about it weeks ago, which team would be better, and even right now, it's almost hard for me to pick that winner. I think it's going to be whoever might have the home field advantage because guys like Bo Bichette are playing so hot right now. I think I actually originally picked the Mariners because they do have really good pitching. But considering we're not talking about like five or seven game series, I think it's going to come down to like a slugfest, like you said. And if Vladdy's hot, Bo's hot, Teoscar's mm-hmm. hot, uh, they have Matt Chapman now too. I love Julio, but he is still a rookie. And Looking at that lineup, I mean, Gosman and Manoa, that's going to be hard to beat if you're just going 1-2, like I said, not a full series. I actually think Toronto might win this, which is crazy because I'm, I'm on the Seattle bandwagon and I want them to win, but I, there's just something about Toronto. I think their bats are just going to be scorching. I think Bo Bichette is just going to go off. I, I think Julio is going to go off too, but like Bo Bichette, freaking Vlad, like, Springer, like, how are they not going to win? You know who comes up big? Rally. Rally. Kyle Rally. Yeah. Kyle Rally. Yeah. How do you say his last name? Rally. 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 Like, Rally, North Carolina, right? 
Raleigh. Yeah, yeah, like Raleigh, yeah. Raleigh. He comes up big. <laughs> I think he comes up big. Mark it down. Yeah, no. Yeah, Devontae, I mean, you... they, they have scrappy bats. Well, what you got? I you think got it's going to be a slobber knocker <laughs> from the first game to the last game. And if that's even, if they get through three games at that, it's a must watch, in my opinion. And having seen that the Mariners have the most comeback wins this year. It's giving me 2013 vibes of the Red Sox and, you know, how the beard and the beers went all the way and nobody would have ever expected that team to, you know, put up such a historical run. And at that in the playoffs, to see what they did was, you saw what they did to Justin Verland and the Detroit Tigers. You saw what they, you know what they did to Tory Hunter and they put him in a body bag in the outfield. That was fucking crazy, yo, like... Ooh, love to see it. Um, aside from that, Toronto has a better record away than they do home, and it's not even that much of a, like a big, big difference. It's only a matter of like five to six games, but that still plays, you know. It's so surprising, actually. I didn't yeah, I felt I was surprised about that. Looking that up, um, Ross Stripling the last couple games has you know been going crazy for them. He's six and one with a two sixty nine ERA, and um, average against his opponents are two twenty one. So, you know he, if he continues to ball out the way he is, that's a big factor against anybody. But this is hard. The we get coming out of the bullpen. The Blue Jays this is so hard. Would have to limit and hope and pray for the best for Barrios to do something because this is the worst year I've ever seen that kid play. Dude had like a five point four something ERA, and who's gonna want to start him in any of those three games? Like, I hope he comes out of the pen and just, you know, is pitching like um, uh, what's this lefty? What's this lefty uh, from from the Rays that went to San Diego? Snell. <laughs> Boom. Yeah, Snow. Yeah, like that, like yeah. having a performance. But Patrick Corbin's a good one, too. That, I was going to say that, too, but I was like, I don't know too much so, about Patrick Corbin. This is hard. Like, I going last in this specific this specific series is, is hard for me because, as you guys know, I've been, I've been on this Julio Rodriguez bandwagon. Same. I've been on this, you know, kind of like I want to see the Mariners be successful. You know, I... One thing that's going to be against the Blue Jays is that obviously the Mariners have the most comeback wins, um, and the Jays don't have. I think they have the worst bullpen in the AL, mm. on from the AL side of things. So that doesn't play well into their favor. However, on the other end, the Mariners' offense. I don't think they're going to be able to pull what they pulled all season against a team like Toronto. I think, like you guys said, Toronto is going to hit their pitching hard. Um, Toronto has home field for all three games. So I think without Seattle's crowd being there, I think it'll be very deflating for them. I, not not saying the the Mariners have absolutely no shot, but I just think there's just way too much against them. I think Manoa and Gosman come out and pitch super stellar games one and two. I don't even think this will get to a three, and it's sad. But then at the same time, it's the Seattle Mariners. They've been doofily winning a lot of games this year. And you know Julio Rodriguez has been <laughs> Julio Rodriguez has been defying a lot of odds as a rookie. So anything can happen. But I th- I think I'm just I'm gonna go with Toronto, especially because I 
I personally would like to see Toronto go forward too because I think they're the one team that can give a team like the Astros or the Yankees a real run for their money in a full game set, did, in a full series set. Did you know that Papa Julio is batting 429 in the last 15 games to close out the season, has 24 hits and 56 at-bats, and is slugging 768? That's fucking wild. Dude, he came back yesterday and had like two doubles or something crazy. And hit a bomb he's, today. He's the ball. You know, I'm yeah. calling and he's gonna hit a home run and he's gonna steal a couple of bases. I hope he hits two home runs and steals like fucking five bases for all we know. But um, also another underdog I forgot to speak about is Justice Sheffield. He has a lot to show, and I think you know he's gonna be able to come through for Seattle. And you got Luis Castillo too. That I feel like. You know, he's yeah, not really, going he's not the Castillo talk of the town. To Robbie but. Ray to most likely either Kirby or Logan Gilbert. Don't forget about Logan Gilbert. Signing a candidate first what's half of the year. Brash, something Brash, what's his name? Out the bullpen. I always get Kirby and Gilbert mixed up, by the way. So that's what I was saying before with that. So, all right. So first, before we continue <coughs> on to the, the uh, National League side of things, uh, Chris, Devante, there was someone on TikTok Hold on. I gotta pull this up real quick. Oh, man. Someone responded to you guys on TikTok, right? So I had put up, uh, there was a Red Sox fan checkup. That's when Chris kind of went on a a little tangent about the Red Sox and how, like, brokenhearted he was and that he felt like a Mets fan. Someone in the comments said, Sox fans are so clueless. This is the real... The real S-K-Y-W-I. The real S-K-W-I. The real squee. It's crazy. But he said, Sox fans are so clueless, you guys need pitching. Offense was not the problem, fellas. It wasn't. We were what do you guys have to baseball. say to that? We all knew we needed pitching. You know who's the we problem? Didn't have a bullpen. We went out. We went out and signed fucking Trevor Story. Like... That that made oh, no yeah. sense. I wasn't a big I wasn't a big fan of that. Same. Like you did nothing. You didn't get a, go out and get a fucking closer. You didn't go out and get a starting pitcher. You had you knew you had questions. You let. I mean, he fucking sucked this year. But you let Eduardo leave. Like, I'm glad they let him leave. I'm not gonna lie. To you. He was money. fucking ass. <laughs> he was ass. I mean, he was definitely ass. But I'm saying, like, uh, my point is, you didn't. Do, they didn't do anything to fucking. They didn't do anything to replace him. Like, they didn't. I mean, yeah, I get fucking that. go out and get. We had to let him go because. Story. I I could not stand seeing Eduardo going against the Yankees again and just giving up five home runs in the first inning. Like, I'm just tired of that shit. <laughs> like. It seemed like I, an automatic win for the Yankees. Like, let's just put him there so he could give the Yankees a win. No, fuck them. Let's sweep them all the time. I always thought Eduardo Rodriguez was gonna fucking turn out to be an ace. Same. Like, he, like probably if four four years ago, I would always be like, if you asked me in the offseason, like he's he's gonna be an ace this year. Like this is the year. Like he's gonna be really good. <laughs> That's how I felt about <laughs> Eric Fetty. He didn't have. I mean, he didn't well, have the worst year last year. He had a pretty well. good year, but it wasn't good enough. You know, like I think he and, racked up and his I mean, most the year wins. before that. He had two hundred. Yeah, and and then the year before that, he had over two hundred um, strikeouts. Mm-hmm. So, like, he just he just gives up. You know what he's gonna give you, but the point, like, we all knew they didn't have pitching, like. That was the bigger problem, but the offense, the the problem with the offense was they fucking, 
you know, you didn't go out and get a fucking outfielder. You still haven't. I don't know. Where are we trading fucking over. Renfro for Jackie like, Bradley? Like, like, what the fuck is wrong with these guys, yo? Right? Right? Like, don't like, get me wrong. JB Jesus is that man. We didn't God need, we didn't need fucking... You don't... Like... What is it with you guys and Jackie Bradley Jr.? Like, that team just... He can't, can't hit. Honestly. Yeah. I'm saying, like, yo, can't get rid of him. He, he was a monster defensively. Like, oh my God. But, bro... Yeah. We need you to hit more than That's, anything. Like... we And we didn't need him... To come back and fucking play defense, like right. this is an offense. This is an offense first league now. Like you're you're okay with giving up a base hit because the dude hitting second for you could have a a, a walked guy on, and you can hit a fucking two run home run. Like the problem is we didn't fucking have anybody to lock those dudes down after the right. starters, and we didn't. And we also, I mean, <coughs> we'll see. We'll see what they do this off season because I. I don't know. Do you want to see Evaldi stay? I do because of how he's performed the last couple of years. Like, I was just thinking that. <laughs> he isn't the worst. It's like, yo, if he doesn't, who else do you, you have? You know, like, you, you have Eduardo Rodriguez and then you have Nathan Evaldi. I'm going to take Nathan Evaldi any day of the week. But the real problem within the organization is kind bloom. The motherfucker want to be cheap. Like, don't get me wrong. I think the best thing he did, pitching wise, although I, I couldn't agree to this when they first signed uh, Rich Hill and Michael Walker, I thought those were the worst things. Like I was like, Michael Walker, are you fucking serious? Have you seen his numbers against the Red Sox since 2013? Like, where his daddy? Like, there's no getting past that. But yo, they balled out, and then Rich Hill. I don't know what the fuck he's taking. He he's on that Verlander Tom Brady juice, but beside that, what the fuck did he think? Like those two were gonna carry <laughs> us to the promised land? No. He, he, they also relied on fucking Ryan Brazier to come Yo, back healthy man. and pitch like he did oh three years God. ago. Like, come on, man. Ryan Brazier's looking this like fucking um, Kimbrel. <laughs> I think it'll be interesting to see what they do. Don't throw your shoulder out there, Papa. I almost did, yo. My shoulder's fucking (laughs) fell off my arm. There's only four teams in all of baseball that have a worse DRA. Colorado, Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, and Kansas City for their bullpen. And that's the thing with them. They just have no bullpen. And they have the hitting to where they weren't that bad this year. Like, when we're talking about a bad, bad team. There was even a time, like, we're almost still talking about them making a run at it like a month ago. But, uh... It's they, yeah, they have no pitchers. Yeah, I was like, why not? No it's pitchers. the Red Sox. It seems like the Red Sox thing but, to do is just randomly go on a run. Yeah, right. no, it's like I, yeah, yeah. three game winning. We ended on but a three game winning no streak. <laughs> I just hope. I just hope. To be honest with you, I hope Hosmer opts out. I hope he doesn't want to stay because he's fucking his contract's huge. Yo, he didn't so, even hit a home run for and, us. I cannot believe that. And I, well, I think I think. I think Tristan Sassis is a problem for the AL East, Carcass. though. I, I hope so. Carcass. Lucky he's, love, man. I think he's, I think he's the one we've been waiting for. I, I honestly think, I think, I mean, fuck Bobby Dow back he's too. The chosen one. I, I honestly think. 
I, I like this discussion, I mean, but I feel like this would be perfect. I for love, no, I love that though. I love that. He's the Red one we've been therapy, waiting man. for. That's that's touching. Let's save this for Red, Red Sox, Sox therapy. He's, we gotta do it. Be. We gotta do it. He could be, dude. High he, inside he Red Sox therapy. Bobs. Dude hits bobs. Like absolute bobs. He's gonna be a problem. Hell yeah. So what a weird team. With that with that all being said, a very weird team the Red Sox are. Let's get excited because it's the National League that we're about to talk about now. This is all nuts. I don't know who's coming out of the National League. I mean, the AL, I feel like you can either say the Astros or the Yankees. Most likely the Astros. But in the National League, man, is this crazy. So let's start off with the two teams that are receiving buys. Two 100-win teams out of the three 100-win teams in the whole league. Or in the whole National League. You got the Dodgers and the Braves. So Chris, why don't you lead us off? What are you know your true opinions on both of these teams? Who do you think is better? Are are one of these teams even gonna go to the net to the World Series to represent that? Let's go, G Man, Chris. Let's fucking go. <laughs> I mean, this is a this is a true a true juggernaut versus juggernaut. We have the starting pitching. We have the big lineups. We have the names. You have the big contracts. You have the Braves-friendly contracts. You have great players everywhere. You have MVP players. You know, Freddie Freeman's in the talks of MVP. Honorable mentions in Mookie Betts. Honorable mention for Trey Turner. You, I mean, you have, wow, you have a lot of offense. You have a lot of good pitching. What I will say is, Jensen looked good down the stretch. That was exciting. He looked very good against the Braves, or against the Mets rather. Um, so will be it will be interesting to see. I think the Dodgers they have that committee they're working out still. I think that'll be interesting to see if they figure it out over the next couple of days. Kind of you know see who's who's the strongest. But I think overall, if you had to pick, if I had to pick, honestly. I like the Braves more than I like the Dodgers. Just because I still don't like Dave Roberts and <laughs> I would rather see I would rather see the Braves win because next year the Red Sox rival in the NL is officially the Braves, so you know, we'd be saying we're going against the champs. I would like the Red Sox versus champs. Braves in the end. That'd be that's what I wanted last year. NL rival. Interesting, interesting, yeah. I mean, I you just actually took something that I wasn't really thinking about. I was more thinking about the players and pitching and all that. But I do agree with that manager thing. There's just something about Dave Roberts I've just never been a fan of. I think he's not terrible, but he's nothing great. He's just that, like, absolute middle-of-the-pack average, like, manager to me. Like, nothing special. Um, I do agree with you, though. I, I There's something about the Braves this year where they have that scrappy, we're not going to give up magic. The Dodgers, while they did win a lot of games this year, and they've always been you know, pretty good for you know the last half decade at least, I think they're like expected to do well, and they weren't like under that much pressure to do well. Like I, I feel like they just took the division easily. Where the Braves fought, and they got hot in the hottest time of the year, or the, the most important time of the year in September. Um, the only thing that scares me a little bit with the Braves actually is the uh, the starting rotation. For some reason, I'm just not. I'm like not fifty percent. I'm not a hundred percent. I'm like that like 
80%. Like, I can still see them giving up some runs to the Dodgers. But I think with the teams, they have such good hitting. But with the Braves being so hot, it's, like, hard for me to not see them come back over, like, the Dodgers. Like, it's going to be a battle, don't get me wrong, if it does come down to those two teams playing each other. But I just... There's something about the Braves, man. It's I'm not even taking last year with the World Series, just this year how they played. Dave, Dave Roberts is Joe Girardi, by the way. He's just a like coach that. giving a good I team. Like I don't know if he's that bad, but I I give him that. Wow. He's, he's, he's rough. He almost kind of I didn't say he's like bad. Aaron I didn't Boone. say Joe Girardi was bad. I said he's just average. But kind of reminds me of like Aaron uh, Boone. Boom. You don't like the Braves pitching starters? No, 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 no. I I just it's because. Like, Wright's good, Freed's good, but Spencer Strider's still a rookie. So it's like, you know, Elder. Morton, I I guess he'll be good in the playoffs because he's been there before. But I'm just, like, not 100% sold. And I'm not saying the Dodgers one is, you know, way better. But I just, I can still see the Braves giving up runs. I But the thing is, I also expect the Braves to score a lot of runs. Plus, they're both solid. But I just, I like I said, I'm just not a, I'm not saying they have, like, a, like a Scherzer, like, you know, like a DeGrom Scherzer. Not even using the Mets, you know, a normal DeGrom Scherzer. I just can see them still giving up some runs. Right. You know who I hope they pitch? I hope they pitch. I hope they pitch Bryce Elder. Bryce Elder? Don't, don't forget Charlie Morton. <laughs> no, like I said, Charlie Morton's still good, and he's, and he's having a good strikeout year. He, he could be that magical dude that comes out of the bullpen for you this year. Yeah, I can see that. I feel like there's a lot to expect in this crazy-ass fucking series between the both of them, man. You saw how it turned out last year, but to see the Dodgers become the juggernaut that they are, and we really haven't seen everybody in that team at their full potential. Like, Mookie was there, but he still hasn't really been there. So, why can't can't (laughs) we see that now? He's just been... Just chilling in the outfield. Exactly, you know. That whole lineup is just that. From the top to the bottom. And then, you know, you have the one-hit wonder, Joey Gallo. You just never know what the fuck to expect from him. You know, I hope oh, that's right, I hope yeah. he's there, JB Jesus. And comes and just leads the fucking freight. And it's just like a big fuck you to the Yankee fans and all of New York. But... There's, there's just a lot to, to see from both ends, only because, you know, last year, the reigning champs did it without their number one franchise player. And to me, he has that chip on his shoulder that he wants to prove himself, and not only just himself, but, like, you know, to the Braves and the organization that, you know, he's here to stay, you know, he's... He's their franchise player, and has he signed his max contract yet? No, right? Uh, who? Acuna. Freddie Freeman? No, Acuna. Acuna, he got one of oh, those bullshit oh, deals. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he got a yeah he's got like, it was like 10, wasn't it like 10 years, like 100 something? No. Oh my God, that's what it was? No, I actually I forgot. I think it's like eight, yeah. eight, 8 and 90. Oh my God. It's something super oh cheap. God. Like the Franco. Like, Wonder Franco. Bro, his agent, I don't understand seven. how his agent was like, yeah, this is great. Like Wonder Franco. He got a very you similar deal that Michael Harris got. I want to say it was like 7 and 90. But, That's wild. You know, to give my opinion you know here. Wild? 
Go ahead, Wolf. No, no, just quickly to say is that I'm pretty sure every starting player, position-wise player on the Dodgers have won the World Series at some point. Freddie Freeman, Turner, wow. and then the rest of the Dodgers team. Mookie Betts has with the Red Sox. I'm pretty sure every one of them has won a chip already, or a ring. Good for them. But yeah, anyway. so, you know, my opinion on both, I mean, the Dodgers, you know, it's the Dodgers, like you guys are explaining, it's the Dodgers. Um, their their pitching's a little suspect this year more than ever. Um, I think I think teams, some teams are going to surprise us and smack them a couple of games, smack them around a bit. Um, but that that's where Dave Roberts is going to have to come in and yet again prove why he's the best manager in baseball, um, if he is that. But on the Atlanta Braves side, wow, did this team get hot at the very right time. They, they're hot, they're confident, they're talking shit, they're, they're combating other teams like the Mets, for example. They're playing the trumpets and still beating the shit out of them when it matters most. Um, it's a very scary team. Like I said, very scary forecast for the next few years because they got all these guys locked up. Now, who do I think is better? Um, geez. So I'm going to give it to the Braves for right now, but, you know, the Dodgers at any point, you know, Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman, Trey Turner, Will Smith, you know, I guess if you want to include Cody Bellinger in that scenario, they got good hitting. I just don't think this year is going to be the year for them. Um, I honestly, I'm, I'm still on the side of the Mets or the Cardinals are going to be the ones to represent the NL in the World Series. But nice. I would say if the Dodgers and the Braves met up in the NLCS, um, I'm going to have to give it to the Braves in like five. In five? Yeah. I just, I don't know. Braves. I can't see it. June 1st, ten and a half games back. Eight days in first place. Still come out second place. Team. Yo, the Dodgers went thirty-seven and ten at one point. Let's not forget that. That's mind-boggling to me. And then at that, you know, they didn't have um their top prospect Dustin May, who is now he's back, right? So. But my my thing is is with the Dodgers is kind of like, you know, you played this whole year, you won one hundred and eleven games or whatever it ended up being this year, which hasn't been done since nineteen oh nine. Um, right, which is nuts, crazy, crazy team. But at the same time, it was like. You know they really they don't know what the chase is yet this year. They don't they don't know what that you know really being chased down life is. They they just kind of coasted to winning 111 games. It was it was easy baseball. It was what it was. Now they're getting this bye, and then they're gonna get either the Cardinals, the Phillies, the Mets, or the Padres. If the Phillies or the Padres win, they're gonna have so much momentum because you know it's the Mets or the Cardinals that they're facing. But the Mets, they're if the Mets don't come out with a I want to smack the shit out of somebody attitude after how this season done went down in the yeah, last yeah, week, yeah. I'm going to be really shocked. They're I think the Mets are going to have a huge chip on their shoulder. Yeah, I think the Mets have a huge chip on their shoulder. I think that's the last team the Dodgers want to see. Um, and if it's the, the, the Cardinals, the Cardinals, they're going to have magic. And you know how the Dodgers are against magic. So whoever ends up facing the Dodgers, I think I don't think I don't see the Dodgers winning a series. You know what else is interesting is the Dodgers were playing their everyday players and just got beat up this last weekend by the Rockies. Yeah, you never know. 
Never know, man. You say the same thing about the Yankees like said, against Texas because my they goodness, the, the Texas Rangers walked all yeah, over the Yankees sure. the last couple games. Wow. I don't know, man. Whoever better against the Yankees, I think this came is up. this is a different New York Mets team. I don't know. I, I've said it all year long. Um, I don't think it's it's your Mets team that's gonna come into the postseason and shit the bed. I mean, it very well could be, and then I'll be very mad because I'm sitting here talking good things about the Mets, but. I don't know. I think these guys have a chip on their shoulder. They've been talking like they have all season long, even when they were, you know, in command of the divi- the division and everything. Uh, I I don't know. That's the last team I want to face if I'm the Dodgers. I mean, the Braves. I th- that that'll be an issue if that's the you know the immediate matchup. But if if it's the Dodgers, I can see the Mets fucking taking them out back. Yeah. So I'll with save that, that for my Mets part. <laughs> I gotta all right, all right, you got, got it, so you got it. So Cardinals. He, he wrote that down in his favorite take ever. That was that was his favorite take ever. <laughs> is you saying the Mets are going to beat the Dodgers? Right. Yeah, I, you know, I, actually, I'll quick say it now too because we are talking about technically the Braves and Dodgers. Is that you actually brought up a good point of how the Mets actually have a positive record against the Dodgers this year. The last month is actually when we had the negative record against the Braves. And the Cardinals actually just beat the Braves in the last few months, or uh, the last few weeks. So if you take the Cardinals versus the Braves, Cardinals have beaten the Braves, knocked them out. Mets have beaten the Dodgers, knocked them out. And then there's the Cardinals and Mets kind of reunion that we've been actually talking, that you just talked about in this episode. So there's actually a good roadway now. It's, to do that. I, the hardest part is the Padres, but we'll talk I, the reason I believe in the Mets just a little bit more is because, you know, they they've sat here and they engaged in a real crazy fight with the Braves. Yeah, they lost, um, but it wasn't it wasn't in the playoffs yet. You know, they're still hanging around. They got the salty taste in their mouth. Um, they're a one hundred team team, a one hundred win team, and they know that. If the Mets, again, like, if they come out and lay an egg, I swear to God, Wolfie, I'm going to fucking roast you into, like, the next, like, ten episodes. But. <laughs> I swear, dude, the hardest part is going to be the next three days because the one team that has actually given us a problem this year is the Padres. But I figured I'll save that for the Mets Padres take. Yo, Chris, you got something to say? I was going to say. Wolfie's calculations of teams beating teams, you know, it, it all comes down to the Mets just <laughs> winning. Lot. Lot I'm fucking number crunching Mets, over here. <laughs> they like the Braves. The Braves just beat up on the Mets. Beat up on the races. I don't know. Math is off. Well, that's <laughs> what I'm saying is that. The Mets right now, bracket-wise, wouldn't play the Braves unless oh, the Cardinals or the Phillies lose to the Braves. When I when I so make since... us a soundboard, I'm gonna do the math is off. That was that was perfect. Math is off. You press a button. I guess what to say. <laughs> you <laughs> know who's transaction... a scary injury? What's up? Is 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 Marte? Marte's out. I think that's oh, yeah. I think that's a, that's a big loss. For that like transaction too with the Cardinals and Phillies, I like I wonder which one of them would be the better team to beat the Braves. I would probably so assume let's, the Cardinals. Let's talk about it. Chris, open us up. Cardinals versus Phillies. Opinions on both. Prediction. What's up? Cardinals versus Phillies. It's gonna be an interesting one. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be interesting. Like a lot of a lot of a lot of a lot of good players, a lot of big names, you can say. You know, you have 
Harper, you have Schwarber, you have Hoskins, you have Wheeler. It's going to be uh, Wheeler versus Wainwright first game. And then, you know, you have Arnato, you have Goldschmidt. Should be should be in a slugfest, I think. I think it gets I think it's tight. I think the one thing that the Cardinals have that is better than the Phillies ultimately. Well, our pool hosts, but also um, they have Helsley and he's fucking lights out. I think he could be yeah, the Phillies he can make he, he can make a name this off season or this postseason. If the Cardinals make a run, I think I think Helsley is a big part of that. He's like locked down. Locked down. For I'm sure, picking the Cardinals. No, I I think it's gonna be the Cardinals too. I'm just not high on the Phillies. I haven't really been high on them all year. I do like their bats with, you know, Harper. I think Castellanos, he, even though he had a down year, he's still a good bat. Schwarber's having a crazy home run year. Sure. Um, Wheeler's going to be a tough matchup. The, I think him and Wainwright, that's going to be a pitcher's duel. I, I agree with that. But when you get past that, um, I think it's anybody's game. I'm, I'm, Nola's good, but I don't think it's 100% with Nola. Not like it was, you know, it was fantastic years. Uh, the Cardinals, though, they have Arenado and Gold, Goldie, like you mentioned, both pretty much having MVP years. Harper's still doing good, don't get me wrong, but those guys, I could just see them leading the team. Uh, but pitching-wise, just to both credits, just taking starters out of the equation, bullpen, you're talking about almost like a, a rank 10 Cardinals, like a rank 18 Phillies. Uh, Helsley, it's like him alone could just tear up that whole Phillies team. So once you get past the starters too, and you get into the bullpen, dude, look at the what the Mets and I think it was the Dodgers or the Reds, like someone else this year also. Actually, no, maybe it was the Cardinals. I think the Cardinals were the other team that put up like a six-run spot in the ninth inning against the uh, the Phillies this year. Their back end of their bullpen can just be atrocious to where I could just see. The Cardinals maybe putting like a Wasn't one or two up, and once the, that bullpen comes around, they're putting up five or six. My bug. No, no, no. They they did the first one, but they did it again later, and I can't remember which team did it to them again. I, it was either the Cardinals or the Dodgers. But once you get into that bullpen, I don't see the Cardinals losing that at all. So what's up, Devontae? What you think? Me? You know? If you know, you know. Papa Albert and... I just want to see Grandpa Albert right into the sunset better than Derek G today because why the fuck not, you know? Like, <laughs> the dude hit 703 <laughs> fucking bombs. Like, goodness. And, you know, let's not forget his postseason numbers, unbelievable. The dude batted like 321. And at that, when he played for the Cardinals, you know, his years back, he was a fucking monster. However... You know, you have Bryce Harper, who missed out on winning a chip with Thomas Saxby, but, you know, I think he takes a per. <laughs> I think he takes that personal one. It's just like, you know, I he need one. Us to win. He said it in his press conference, man. He said, he said, you know, I just, I'm here to bring a title to D.C. I, I mean, I mean, Philadelphia. He said it himself, man. <laughs> exactly. And guess what happened? So, he brought a title to D.C. by leaving. <laughs> and then you have, you know, Kyle from Waltham, who's fucking bugging out. Like, I can't believe we let we let him go, and then he, what was it, 44 fucking dongs he hit this 45. year? 45. Another guy. Like, 
and you replaced him with fucking Trevor Story. And you know he he is the underdog because everybody forgets he had one of the best fucking playoff runs I've ever seen in my life. The dude missed the whole fucking season in 2016 for the Chicago Cubs, and you know it. If you were in high school with me, I was telling everybody. This was like, suck my dick. Yo, exactly. Yo, if you went to high school with me, I was telling everybody, watch, he's going to go fucking crazy. If you were like, who is he to, to go crazy? He went fucking crazy, and he's one of the best MLB fucking Diamond Dynasty cards ever. Like, bro. I hope to see that shit all over again, because my goodness, what a fucking... Yo, every time you saw him come up back, you was like, damn, you know, like... Do we push to him? Do we not push yeah. to him? We push to him. You know, he, he was ass in the outfield. Don't get me wrong; he was fucking garbage, but he made <laughs> up for it batting. Like, oh my god! And you know, like you guys said, you have MVP candidates that are Goldie and Paul Goldschmidt. You know, who's been there? You know, they've both been there. They both understand what it's like. Goldie and Paul Goldschmidt. Oh, shit, my bad. Goldie and Arenado. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, in my head, I'm like, something doesn't sound right. But. Whatever. Um, (laughs) No, that was fun. I needed that. Threw me off for a second, too. I'm like. (laughs) (laughs) What? Um. You have the both of those guys who are having way. fucking crazy <laughs> years. And I don't see why I wouldn't transition into the playoffs. And at that, that you have um, Wainwright, you have Yachty, and you have Pujol. So, you know, it gives it gives everybody else in that organization that extra push to want to send them off the right way. And not only that, you have those seasoned veterans... Well, they're not even veterans at this point. Like they're Hall of Famers in all regards. Their their years and knowledge of the game helps push everybody that's now like going to take over the organization. That push to continue to do better, and I just think they're gonna be able to have a complete team like they never like they've never had before. Yeah. So. You know, listen, the the Philadelphia Phillies, you know, they they have such... On paper, they're the better team. I'm sorry. On paper, I have the Phillies as a better team than the Cardinals. Don't sleep on that. They got the the hitting up and down. They got the... I mean, Wolfie, I don't know how you can't give Nola credit. Sorry, I was making some faces while you were basically just saying, like, Nola was just, you know, whatever. That man as your number two in a rotation is nuts. They can easily win this series. Uh, but it's fuck the Phillies over here because, listen, man, the, the St. Louis Cardinals, they, they they got the magic. Listen, they got the pool holes. They got the Wainwright. They got the Adia. They got those guys retiring. Not only are they who they are, they're great, fantastic leaders, whether they even play a game or not. For whatever reason, Wainwright is their number one starter. And he's completely fallen off the train tracks this past month, so I don't know how that's going to go. But it, it's going. It's going to happen. Wainwright's going to, you know, channel some different dimension that he always does when he needs to, and he's just going to come out just fucking throwing spitballs. And, you know, he's he's probably taking out your boss couple fucking games and just pitching his ass off. But I want to I wanna put a spotlight on Goldschmidt and Arenado. 
they're basically the same player. Think about their experiences they had before coming to St. Louis. Goldschmidt was an angry yeah. guy that wanted to win very badly in Arizona, but they right. didn't quite have the team. But what was Arenado? A very angry guy in Colorado that wanted to win, but they just couldn't put that team around him. Now they both just come together. They join forces. They're MVP candidates for a reason. I don't think that's disappearing in the playoffs. I think they got home field advantage the entire way through. Um, yeah, it's just it, it's not looking good for your Philadelphia Phillies. Whoever's out there rooting for this fucking garbage ass team. Like, which one? Which one? <laughs> the same way it's not looking good for Mike McCain, who just got fired, which is wild. That's not surprising, though. I'm going to say Jordan Montgomery makes it further than the Yankees do in the playoffs. Of course, and that's personal for him because, my goodness, who would have thought? That's, that's personal for me. I'm not ready for that. That means they win and go farther. That'd be nice. But that's a nice rubber in their so, face. Call that. I think we can leave that series there. So, you know, Mets versus Padres. Chris, what you got to say? Like, Wolf's on Mets alert. Wolf's on high Padres. alert already. Here we go. All right. Got game one. Darvish versus... Well, the Mets haven't announced who they're going to pitch yet, but we all know... I think they just confirmed Scherzer. it Scherzer. I think it was just Scherzer? confirmed it Scherzer. Scherzer for real? Yeah, if you can believe what it. What the fuck? Yeah, they, I think so it's Scherzer. there's the matchup. Yeah. Well, matchup again, a lot of stars. We have uh, Manny Machado, some people's MVP this year. We have Juan Soto, maybe he comes alive, comes alive in the playoffs. See him back to, I mean, he has been getting better this this past month, so I, I hope to see him come out big um, this off this postseason. And then we have, you know, just just who we, who we knew we had on the Mets side. Got Lindor, got Pete Alonso, got McNeil. Just Canadian he just got the highest the batting average too. for the season. Uh, yep, batting yep. Champ, give him that. Batting we'll give him the individual. We'll give him the individual awards. But I think ultimately comes down to it. Ooh, it comes the down thing that to changes is that it, it's hard when you're looking at that. I know you're looking at like roster stats. And I would have said the same I'm thing. Okay. Then, like, oh, oh, I thought you were looking at the stat. I was gonna say because even like Escobar, man. I, love I know Escobar. when you glance at him, it's like, yeah, you know, twenty something home runs, sixty something RBIs with a low average. But man, he just got hot the last month. But no, continue. literally, Escobar. I mean, Escobar. He, he's my my opinion of Escobar. He's gonna give you a double. He's gonna give you a home run, or he's gonna give you a strikeout. <laughs> but anyway. I think I think it comes down to the bullpen. I think it, it pains me to say this. I think Diaz is, is the more effective closer. I think that it comes down to comes down to the starting pitching. I don't know. I I don't I don't I don't hate the Padres starting pitching though. I I think they're very they're very formidable. I think it's a very it's very Close. I think it's a lot closer than people are, are saying it is. To be honest with you, because think oh, about the dudes who on the Padres who they they're all bummed out about Tatis. They still make the playoffs. Like they got they got Manny Machado and they got Juan Soto. Manny fucking like, Machado. Like those dude, those two dudes get hot. 
those two dudes get hot, you could see them be like fucking Manny Maria, Manny, Manny Ramirez and fucking David Ortiz. Like, it could be some scary shit. I like that. I'm going to have to go with, I'm going with the fucking Padres. Woo! Padres beat the match. That's crazy. At City Field. That's crazy. Juan Soto. Because you know why? Because Luffy's been talking shit about Juan Soto for the last month and a half. I think Juan Soto comes live and fucking owns the bets. He says, City Field, I am back. I can see that happening at least. Uh, yeah, right, well, you know what it is? I actually Typical Mets fan. I think this is going to be... If the Mets win and play the Dodgers, right? I actually think this series is going to be tougher than that. The, the thing that scares me about the Padres, which I'm actually surprised more people are, are siding with the Mets on this, is that Darvish has, like, amazing numbers pitching against the Mets. Uh, the other guy, uh, I, I, I would assume they're going Snell, or is it Musgrove? Have they, I don't know if they've confirmed that, that no. far yet. But uh, either way, those guys also have good numbers against the Mets. The Mets do technically have better bullpen stats. I think the thing that's really going to help the Mets, though, it's it's. I don't see this being like, uh, like it's it's going to go back and forth for every game, but the Mets also have the home field advantage. Where I, I think that's going to help just that much more, um, like where like a guy like Escobar, Pete, Jeff Lindor, they'll take that energy in. Scherzer will eat that up if he's pitching. I, I think someone like Snell actually could get the pressure to him. Soto, I actually think, will do well in this playoff series. I just look at like the lineup side by side. If they had Tatis, I would almost say it's like a lock they would win. But because they have a couple holes and just some bats just aren't performing as well as they'd like, plus haters not pitching that well, I, I, I'm going to give the Mets the advantage just not taking bias aside. But it's going to be a tough series regardless. Easily, it's going to be like a freaking nail-biter to the end. I was saying, do you know the timetable for Starling Marte? He's missing this series, he said. Well, I, know. I thought he was going to be back right now. but um. Imagine Alvarez just has a fucking career fucking playoffs. I really... Want to see the New York Yankees versus the Mets? So I have to give it to the Mets, and after seeing how they had one of the craziest choke jobs I've seen in a while, I think this lights a fire under their asses to, you know, come ball out. The Grom look at his past tapes and sees how Dansby Swanson walked all over him because he left a couple bitches, a couple pitches. <laughs> Down the cock. <laughs> so, you know, he has to just go around and understand where not to miss. And I'm pretty sure those pitches that he threw right there, he was probably he probably just missed them. So, aside from that, they scored, what, like one run off him? Beside that, like, he carries that team. And he has a lot to prove only because, you know, he's been hurt all these years. Um, when was the last time he really got to pitch this far into the playoffs? What, 2015? Uh, I was going to say, most of this team hasn't, like, he has, but, like, most of this team hasn't even seen the playoffs, which is going to be interesting. 
But it's kind of the same thing with the Padres, though, too. Indeed, and... But you're right, it's been a while. So, which is sure, which Machado one... Machado and Soto have been to the World Series, man. Or to add on to your you Darvish thing... Oh, with the Dodgers. I like to call... Yeah. You know, you in the playoffs is different. He's you garbage. That's what I like to call him. Because, you know, he, he's also a big, <laughs> phenomenal choke job. Like, Clayton choke style, but... You know, who, who knows if this is the year for the both of them. Aside from that, Soto has a lot of proof because he really hasn't been the player everybody expected him to be after that trade deadline. And, you know, I feel like you have Lindy, you have Paul Pete, you have the Flying Squirrel, and Escobar that is going to just lead the fight and take us to the promised land. So, um, you know, this, the series can appear as difficult, like really difficult, you know, when, when you kind of look at everything. However, I, I'm going against the, the Padres here. I, I definitely see the Mets winning this. Like, like Devontae said, you know, one, one big point I was going to bring up is that you Darvish is not a good playoff performer at all. Um, and against a team like the Mets, one through nine, they're going to be all over your pitching. They're going to be annoying. First they're gonna pitch, be, they're going to be on it. Um, and then on top of that, you know, you got Max Scherzer. Game one, this is this is what Max Scherzer does. Um, I think he's going to do his thing. And just one other comment I want to make though is that Juan Soto, man, don't sleep on that guy. Uh, you know he's gonna be even though they're all they're all games that are gonna be held in City Field. They're all gonna be Mets home games. Juan Soto, I don't even think any of that exists. This dude thrives, thrives in territories against him. Um, he's an absolute like monster in in the big lights. So that's definitely something. And in New York too. Scared. He has for. good numbers in New York. But. When, when I thought about the deciding factor, I thought about how Josh Hader is an absolute bologna sandwich with no cheese or mayonnaise or nothing. Just the bologna and the bread. Not even the so, bread. So, I, like I truly believe the, the Padres Crap are going to embarrass themselves. I think the Padres are going to, like, they're going to be, I think the Mets take game one. The Padres are about to win game two, but Hater comes in and the bologna flies right off the sandwich. Now it's just bread. And then I think the Mets, you know, they, they finish they finish the job in two games. So down and away, you guys know, down and away, high and inside, down and away is our segment. Down and just away. It's time to fucking. Out of everyone. Time to get somebody. Time to row somebody. Who is it? Drum roll. So, uh. Well, I tell you one thing. It's a team that does not have the manager of the year, which is the Chicago White Sox. Where uh, find that fucking manager. Here. Get that fucking boomer out of here, bro. And I think they did confirm that he is done this year, thank God. But when you look at the talent that team had, some of the guys that stepped up this year, like Dylan Cease, granted they dealt with some injuries. How did you lose to a division where it was the faltering twins, Tigers, sucked royal sucked granted the guardians stepped up but like you didn't even make a push at it like at all we joked about them doing but they never really did uh was it all the manager's fault yes i don't know is that world war ii veteran come on now i I would say like a good solid 90 percent was but there's just something about that team that just didn't click this year and going forward like what's the next step do you build the bullpen 
do you try to add some more bats to the rotation, or do you just, you know, <coughs> do nothing like we joked about you, with the Brewers in the beginning? I just, I, I, I just gotta I, know, man. Like those guys in the front office in the off season. Like I said, they all, they all sat, they all sat in a conference room, you know, big old table, a whole bunch of chairs. And one guy was like, you know what? Before we do anything this off season, let's smoke some crack. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Some piece of pee. I, I don't know what in the wildest imagination they thought that Tony LaRusso was going to work with this team. It's because the moment that he was signed, you would think fans around the MLB would be like, oh my God, Tony LaRusso, the legendary manager, is back to run this team. No one. It, it's like no one believed in it, and exactly what we thought would happen would happen. He clashed with his players. Um, you know, they, they weren't motivated to win for him. Exactly what a lot of us predicted happened. Exactly. And it sucks because the front office, you literally sat here and you wasted a very good year. You wait, What a year it could have been. Because I think the, the Chicago White Sox at the top of their game, you know, everybody healthy, everyone locked in. Yeah, I, I would pick them in a series over the Yankees or the Astros, you know, depending on what actually goes down during the season. But definitely most. saw what happened last year. What the fuck, Chicago? What? Why did you guys do that? Why did you guys look at this year and just throw it away? Like you guys literally had no aspirations. No one was motivated at any point in the season. Um, it, you like Luis Robert randomly just they put him day to day and then forgot he existed for three weeks. So he was on the day to day report every day for three weeks. I wasted so many bets on him. I didn't know what was going on. It, it was just... It, it's sickening. It's the, the same way. Yeah. LaRusso was sleeping in the games and probably thought he was never going to wake up. And then he was like, oh shit, I'm still here. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, this Chicago Way Sox thing wasn't a dream. Wow. Holy fuck. <laughs> Fever dream. <laughs> <laughs> That's why his bullpen management was so bad. Because after the seventh inning, he was getting all cranky. Then they stopped serving alcohol. I swear to God, remember he was listening to the fucking fans. That's fucking wild. Yeah, fans telling him to put in the pinch hitter. Oh yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, I feel like he got that call from those guys, and he was like, like I said, they were doing crack. So it was like twelve thirty in the morning. He's already like fucking eight Jack and whiskeys or whatever he was having in. He got that Xanax. call, and they were like, hey, man, it's Chicago. It's the Chicago White Sox. What you doing right now? He's like, oh. They're like, okay, the man. So, you know, they're right. Like, you know, you want to come manage our team this year? He's like, oh. yeah, sure. So they showed up at his house. He drunkly signed the contract. And then he woke up the next day like, wow, I actually did that. I actually have to go through with this. And that's what I saw all season. Like, just no one was motivated. Nobody. It's just a dis- it's a disgrace to baseball at this point. They have like, a lot of free agents this year too. Wow. So, I wanted to see Eloy Jimenez. See if they blow it out. Eloy Jimenez, we we, we actually didn't s- speak about him on the forty for forty. He could give us forty for forty with the speed and fucking power he has. Hopefully, he gives us anything. Did you blow it up. God, Robert you Anderson, team? Eloy. I, you know they I, had Lynn Giolito, Cease. Well, you got. I, I can't blow up the team because it's like. 
fucking what's his name? Moncada. Get them a get them a get them a manager that's like that's a nerd. Like get them like Mike Schilt. I don't know. Get them <laughs> get them get them some guy get that's just gonna, like, really just fucking Bring support back everybody. Joe Girardi. I'm not gonna lie. I can see Ozzy Guillen being better this of year. Of course, way team. better. Oh my god, I feel like they'd go to the World Series if they had Ozzy. <laughs> it would have been like Actually, and you know what's funny? Get... Ozzy Guillen, I like that. Like you said, Moncada so... too, Jose Abreu, they had Grandal, we obviously had a bad season, but they have all these... They had, a Cyan contending, they had a Cyan contending starter. They had other starters where like how... God, like somebody slap Lance Lynn, slap Lucas Giolito. Like you guys are better than you guys are better than this. Wake up, wake the fuck up for once. Where was that guy like rattling their cages? You know, you have Liam Hendricks, one of the best closers in baseball. Like uh, you got a lineup up and down. What 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 are we doing? And a shit division. Yep. It was there. Yeah, you, you got literally, a bunch of free agents. Yeah, you got like a nice five course meal on a plate, and you said, "I want ramen and spam instead." <coughs> it was, I just I don't get we it. went from last year with them like beating the Yankees in the Field of Dreams, exactly. The next Dynasty, Tim Anderson on the cover of everything. You know them scrapping with the Yankees at the beginning of the year, and then all of a sudden it's just like, what the fuck happened to that team? Yeah, that team yeah. is just they just fell off, and it's hopefully. Let's just say this. I don't even know where they go from here. Do they come back next year and do the same thing? Are the other teams? Well, in that you know what, what it was. What, what Josh Donaldson team? got to um to Tim Anderson. That's what it was. You got you, you got yeah. Tim Anderson, Tim Anderson, uh, Pollock, who's not that big of a deal to be Word. gone or stay. Doesn't really matter. But you also have uh, Jose Abreu. He's a free agent. Oh. So, oh, he is? Okay. I didn't realize. Heart I and soul. What about Moncada? Yeah, I think he's the heart and soul. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Nah, Moncada's not a player. I mean, you're still going to you're gonna have... I think you keep Robert. You, you got Robert, Eloy, Moncada. I mean... Yeah, no. yeah why didn't they trade... Well, what the... Why didn't they trade Abreu? Why, why did they... Where? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I didn't realize... He, I thought he was sitting around. If he should have gone to the rest of I don't know why. I imagine. Man. Because you guys, you guys, them, you, the Twins, you all thought you had a chance. The White Sox, Twins, you guys thought the White Sox, the Twins, then the Guardians came out of nowhere. Terry Francona. And you know what? Terry Francona. We're going to, I feel, because I want to hug this man so much, we're going to end this episode on that note. <laughs> just Terry Francona. I'm going to put it in big letters. Just Terry Francona. We're rooting for you, man. If I hope you're listening, because we're rooting for you. I'm gonna tag you if you even have social media. But that that's <laughs> another that's another episode of High and Inside. You know, hopefully we laid out the entire playoffs for you, because that this was damn near two hours. I'm ready to go die. Nah, chill. Don't do me like that. Don't do me like that. Don't say <laughs> Past. Oh, oh man, Devonta, you're fired. No, <laughs> um, but <laughs> you're hired. I but like that, that was another episode. Like, subscribe. Um, you know, sell your soul to this podcast. We're making moves. Um, we're we're gaining a lot of traction lately. Um, so we're gonna keep bringing the heat. We're gonna keep bringing the content. If you thought this was gonna end, whoo, we got a lot more to go. This is just so, the beginning. Just getting started. For, 
thank thank you for watching. Enjoy. Have a good night. Word. Wash your hands and stay hydrated, Eat. you fucking bitches. Don't let me stop. Terry <laughs> Terry, <laughs> Terry Francona. <laughs> Terry Frank. Let's get it.